This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to this week in our collective heads. I'm Patrick. I'm Kevin. And thank you for tuning in with us uh, every single week for for gaming news and uh, slightly political things sometimes, which happens at, at maybe at the end. Spoilers. Maybe at the end. It's Spoilers at the end. at the end slash the beginning. Ooh. Um, so uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, we've got some new uh, name tag things there. If you didn't see, uh, you can see our uh, Twitter handles there. I'm Mean Mr. Mustard Sabal over here. Uh, you can tweet to us at our show at Twiach um, right there. Uh, we're Twiatch everywhere except for Twitch. Twitch is the only one uh, that is separate. It's Twiatch Gaming, but we're Twiatch on Facebook. We're Twiatch on YouTube, everywhere. Um, tune in to us every single week on, on Twitch. Uh, we do this every Sunday morning at 10 a.m., so tune in. Uh, if you're listening to on the podcast, thank you uh, for listening to our podcast because uh, we have uh, some loyal podcast listeners, and we, we, do love, we love you guys. Uh, as much as we, we try to make the, visu- the show visual and have visual aids, we know that doesn't appeal to everyone. So, right. so we try to make it easy for listening. Plus, you can't listen to YouTube at double speed. You can't listen to YouTube at double speed, but you can listen to us at double speed if you so choose. <laughs> so this week we have the Games with Gold that are coming out for October. Uh, these will be available. Uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and do the, the spoiler a bit. Sure. The, the first through 15th, Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings and uh, MV versus ATV Reflex. Yes. Are available on the first through the fifteenth, and then the Escapists and I Am Alive are available in the second half of the month. Yes. We start off with Super Mega Baseball Extra Innings. Um, this is apparently like the the full and extra version of kind of a cartoony <laughs> Super Mega Baseball game. Uh, it kind of reminds me of uh, the 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 battle battle droids baseball. Uh, you know the one I'm talking about. Are you talking about the, the Nintendo. N- are you talking about the NES uh, baseball 2099. Yeah, yes. that one. Yes, it, it does kind of remind me of that. It, um, it, it's obviously not going to be the the super accurate simulation style baseball game. Right. This is just kind of is baseballish. It's, it's baseball. It's fun. Um, that catch right right there. By the way, I don't follow a lot of baseball, but some but a pitcher actually caught a ball just like that um a couple months ago oh no no no! another one another one you're talking about yeah he he like bounced it off of he bounced it off of his back foot and then caught it caught it and then and that was pretty impressive and the the batter stopped in his tracks like did that just happen (laughs) (laughs) so so this is a thing um we're gonna well obviously review for you guys uh we review the games with gold and uh playstation plus games every single month for you for your uh viewing pleasure and so you know which games to avoid and which games to download right. we do encourage you to download every single game but sometimes that can't happen uh the escapist is one of the other uh games that's coming out uh escaping from prison very similar to something we we quasi pitched as a joke uh, a while back yeah um so you you start off you start off you're in the prison and you have to kind of you have to maintain your you know keep it keep a low profile that kind of stuff yeah. and uh, at the same time figure out how to escape yes and uh, deal with alliances and maintaining you know the the prison schedule and then figure out how to get out yeah so uh, this is also from Team Seventeen which is the guys who did uh, who did Worms okay so okay. Um, it's it's actually very similar graphically and uh and yeah you get to you get to kind of mess with it and figure out how to do this you get to make shivs and and uh the fake vent covers that it showed right there so you can actually like i guess take out a vent cover pick some fake vent covers to like not have people realize that you have a uh, a tunnel maybe i don't know know. shawshank redemption style i've Uh, never escaped from prison i don't know I, i well okay well sometimes you put posters up and it covers up things they don't look at your posters Spoilers for the Shawshank Redemption. Well, it wasn't a spoiler <laughs> until you said it. Anyway, so <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll check this one out next month too. Yeah. Uh, then the third game we have is MV versus ATV. Yes. ATV is all terrain vehicle. We don't know what MV stands for. Maybe motorcycle vehicle. Motor, probably not. That that'd be really dumb. But so I, I assumed it meant motor vehicle. It's because, kind of a off road racing yeah. and stunt game. Well, some of the the trucks in here look like they've been they they are like you know tundras or whatever that have been outfitted to be um, ATVs. So I guess that's what they're. I guess if you consider four wheelers 
an all-terrain vehicle and you don't consider ATV to be the actual type of vehicle. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know these things because I don't go mudding. But uh, <laughs> but it's it's a thing. It'll probably be fun. Um, it looks it looks really good for a 360 game. Yeah, it actually does. It actually does. So I'm, I'm happy. Uh, I'll, I'll try it out and let you guys know. Um, I know it won't be off the charts like, uh, like um, Trials. Trials is still one of my favorite games to play when it yeah. comes to dirt bikes and stuff because it is crazy ridiculous. Um, uh, we also have I Am Alive. This is the <laughs> third month this has been available. Uh, it was available. In various forms yes. for free. It leaked early on PlayStation uh, 3. Before, and then it was actually, it was actually available, available the next month. So. so I Am Alive is is a post-apocalyptic but natural, naturally occurring post-apocalyptic, kind of like The Road. Right. It's like The Road meets The Last of Us. Okay. And uh, so it has some platforming things, which neither which neither one of those games had. Um, but it does have a resource scarcity, and uh, I really think that really shines in regards to that, uh, in regards to the game. No, that's not a thing. No, <laughs> scarcity. You added like two and a half extra syllables it's, into that. It's, I want it's to sound... resource scarcity. I know. And by trying to sound smarter. No. Okay. I don't. I don't even have I, to call you out on that. No. You know I did. How that it. I did it. I know because I said it and immediately was like, I don't know why <laughs> I said that. That's not a thing. Yeah. Uh, the uh, scarcity in this game is one of the things that I actually really enjoyed because. Um, when you come up to to specific people who um, who are threatening you and, and they're pulling guns and say who are you blah blah blah, you could just back off. Your hands immediately come up and you're like all right, I'm getting back off and, and avoid the situation. Yeah. You could you like could that. keep your hands up and then disarm them, um, which is usually what I end up doing. Um, but they may or may not have bullets in those guns. Yeah. Uh, I've taken down three enemies and gotten one bullet out of it. So, yeah. So yeah, I, if, I, I if like that's that something that appeals to you, then yeah, go check this out. Yeah, and then uh, we also have we also have uh, Word Puzzle and Call of Duty Three were revealed for backwards compatibility yep. on Xbox One. And as per usual, if we don't know what a backwards compatibility game is, we make it up. So yes, so uh, Word Puzzle, Word Puzzle is uh, I'm I'm going to go ahead and be a little bit spoilery on this one because the game really doesn't come into its own until the ending. Uh, it's a game where you, you're playing an inchworm with a graduation cap, and you are collecting letters to make words, to make stairs, to progress to the next level. And as you, as you build and, and create everything, you're trying to create the word, which you don't, you don't know what that is. But as it turns out, word is actually, uh, is actually the translation of, of the Latin logos, which at the beginning of John chapter 1 in the Bible is the word of God. And so the inchworm creates the word of God and brings it to the people. And then they burn him at the stake as a heretic because they're all Satanists. Yes. <laughs> so, I was going to say worshippers of Cthulhu, but Satanist works as well. Well, but Cthulhu wouldn't care because he's just going to... He's going to uh, just annihilate everything. Anyways. Exactly. So That's true. Yeah. That's true. Satan would care. Right. And so uh, there, there's a direct confrontation there. Yeah. Unless you're part of the Mormon religion, because he's like, he's Jesus' brother, right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's yeah. a little different. Anyways, <laughs> on, on to other things. Um, so Call of Duty 3 uh, is going to be a backwards compatible, uh, compatible with compatibility, um, which... <laughs> okay, you're adding too many syllables. I'm, I'm... Just stop it. I'm tired. Yeah. I'm tired. Uh, so um, I'm glad Call of Duty 3 is, is going to be out there. Um, I think we, we have slightly... Not differing opinions on it, but uh, Call of Duty franchise a lot of people enjoy, and I'm glad that they're doing this solely because they're they're putting out more backwards compatible games. To me, mm -hmm. this shows that they care. They're saying, okay, we're going to put as many back games as backwards compatible as humanly possible um, because yeah. they Which, they want it to be forward compatible afterwards. Yeah. Um, also, Hashtag Sony trademark. Also, with these two games, they have reached 250 backwards compatible games, which. Yeah, there, there were a lot of games for 360, but 250 backwards compatible games is a respectable number, and they started out, they were they said originally, you know, we want to have 100 by the end of the year. They have more than doubled that in the year following, and I'm really, really excited and impressed with them Hats for, for continuing with yeah. that. Well done, Microsoft. Yeah. This is something, this was probably the biggest news out of E3 this year, the news that people were most excited about, and whether or not people are actually playing this games, I don't know, yeah. but... 
this is this is really exciting for for a deal that uh, that they keep on working on, and this is yes. this is a promise that they made. People were excited about, it, and they've continued to move forward mm-hmm. with that. And we we are really excited and and happy with Microsoft for doing. That. There's certain ones on there that that I know people are are playing, like Red Dead Redemption and yeah. a few yeah, others, yeah. and I'm I'm very happy that they're that they're doing that. Um, and I think that I think Microsoft and Sony both realize in this console generation that it's not a normal generation that we're used to. Yeah. And and because of that, that they're they're having to appeal to uh, to people who had the previous generation and they're having to also say you have to say basically you, we care about you guys, we care about everyone who has a current console, yeah. get a current console, and in the future that current console is still gonna be compatible. Yeah, and especially with, with uh, backwards backwards compatible games and, and moving forward into into a, a forward compatible yeah. universe makes more sense now that they've that everybody is on board with the x86 architecture it's it's similar enough to a pc that it's just these upgrades instead of like switching versions completely because a lot of the reason that that very few ps3 games come to ps4 is because ps3 was designed with the the cell shaded or cell cell processing cell processing which which is a completely weird thing that managed by the end to make some really impressive things but it's hard for developers and it's very different from from the original design that they had and now with with the xbox and ps4 being similar enough in regards to architecture uh makes it a lot easier to to put them on both consoles those makes them easier to to do backwards and forwards compatibility yeah very happy about that. So, another game another that's game coming out. That I'm really, really happy about, about people, people get, get to, uh, to experience a platform, a platform that they were not, were not able to able before, before is, is severed. Yeah, yeah. severed. Severed's coming to, to, to the Wii U and eventually, eventually to the 3DS. 3DS. It's, not, it's not going to be out, going to be out on the 3DS, 3DS right away, right away but, it but it will be, be and I think it says this later in the trailer. It talks about how it's going to be cross-buy, which is happy. This game was originally a PS Vita exclusive, and while I... I'm really, I'm really happy, happy about Vita, Vita exclusives, and I like them. Another game that's coming out that I, I'm really I want happy about people to play this. This is the same, same people that brought us Lost Melee. Lost Melee and Able to the, the, the game is severed. Is, yeah. Severed is really, really excited. Eventually to the 3DS. It's not going to be out on the 3DS right away, but it will be. Finally figured out how to make it good touch going to be almost exclusively This game was originally a PS Vita exclusive. No, no, no. I mean, good game. This has really a story and exclusives, and I like them. Heart has, I want more people to play this game. This is the same people that heard. brought us Guacamelee. It's the first person RPG really, really excellent. I highly recommend it. Um, really, 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 Somebody finally figured out how to make a good touchpad game because this game is almost exclusively touchpad Really happy really wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's, it's, it's uh, also I, I also kind of find it kind of funny because both the Vita and Android the, the Wii U Windows are Windows mostly dead. They're not all dead. Not all dead. Mostly dead. People who play these really enjoy the games. Don't have a mobile Just kind of forget they even are still alive. The Wii is still getting stuff. So we're talking about Severed, but the Vita is still getting stuff that's really good. Also, Donkey Kong Country Returns comes to Wii U. I'm really happy other people get to play it, though. Highly recommend it. It's also supposed to eventually come out to iOS and Android. Donkey Kong Country 1, 2, 3 were on Super Nintendo. Speaking of dead systems, and then they brought them. But, uh, yeah, they yeah brought, so if they, you have they updated a mobile the whole phone, thing to, you, to bring yeah, that to Wii. If you, if you don't have a mobile really phone, you're probably not watching us because really, you're really, really freaking hard. We're sorry. Like I, uh, I actually, <laughs> I actually died, got a game over yeah. on the World One boss. <laughs> I was, and I was like, yes, that's that's good. Yeah, there. I think Nintendo has a has a, a tendency to to play a lot to to more casual gamers. Mm-hmm. Um, and which is, you know, I, I hate lumping this in there. It's the Minecraft crowd of uh, let's just, you know, and yeah, you can play Minecraft survival and make it hard, but so, a lot of people don't. So yeah. I'm glad that Nintendo did that at least. Uh, I'm I'm a big fan of Donkey Kong, and I can't wait for more of that anyways. So yeah. glad that's coming out. Um, on 
really great news in my opinion, which did not surprise me at all. Uh, so Hideo Kojima talked a little bit about uh, Metal Gear Solid. Um, yeah. So if you guys didn't know, Metal Gear Solid uh, Survive is going to be coming out. And uh, the, the consensus is that this is crap. Yeah, basically. Um, so, and yeah, this is Konami footage. Uh, yeah, they can eat me. So, uh, Metal Gear Solid Survive essentially took the Metal Gear franchise and it made it zombie-like. Uh, or zombies. They, they've gone through a portal. They've gone to a different dimension where there's zombies. Yeah. Um, now, part of me says, okay, well, this actually makes slight sense with Metal Gear Solid 5 because of yeah. some of the infected people that were going right, on. Right. But, no, this doesn't no. work. Well, the, the, the other thing... Okay, so so Kojima's comment was, quote, Personally speaking, Metal Gear Solid is espionage to me. Political fiction. I don't think zombies would appear in such a world, end quote. So, yeah. at the same time, we've also had the cyborg ninjas yes. and the arm that took over the guy. Uh -huh. And, I mean... Metal Gear spoilers, like <laughs> to me, to me, it's 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 about it's about these these crazy and we've had it we've had a, a, a crazy bomber on roller skates. Yes, I mean zombies are really not a vast stretch that I couldn't see happening. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Uh, I think that the problem I think was the focus. This may be part of the the in the way that he's phrasing it or the translation. But yeah, it I may can, be the focus being on zombies because you can have these weird things that happen in the world, but at its core... Wow, watch that sword clip through that guy's hip. It's That's beautiful. He just <laughs> cut his own leg off. <laughs> yeah, that's the femoral artery right there. Yeah. So I think having the zombies as the core reason or core, you know, uh, shtick for the game, I think that's the problem. Yeah. Um, because at, at its core, if they have... Uh, you know the espionage, the political aspects, the the multi-nation and not a nation, the army without borders, all that kind of stuff that goes yeah. into Metal Gear. That's what it is at its core. And you have weird stuff that goes on that's fantasy, and and bipedal nukes. Yeah, of course, of course. Well, that well that's because of the uh, um, what's it called that political faction and. Metal Gear that I always forget I the name I, of. It's no, the political, I don't remember. Yeah, the, that, the, that, that one political faction. It's essentially the Illuminati, the New right. World Order kind of thing. So, uh, of course, um, Kojima was not on board with this. And when they asked, was this something that was this something that you'd like kind of set up? Was it something you'd worked on? And he was like, No, I have yeah, he, nothing was, to do with that. that he wanted. He wanted. Me. He he hasn't. He hadn't said anything about it before. And I thought that was really classy of him. Yeah. But there was a rumor that was kind of going around the internet of. This is something that he helped with or set up before he left, yeah. and he wanted to be like, no, no, no. please don't. I'm <laughs> don't no. associate me with that. Yeah, um, which I'm I'm glad that he he got the, got out there and did that. Um, but at the same time, I just want more news about Death Standing, Death Stranding. Sorry, Death Stranding. Okay, so it's it's but, it's not in here because it's not really news. But did you read what he said about it? Yes. Okay. Yes. So. It's 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 going to be there's going to be a co-op element there's going to be an open world, <laughs> and I love the way that he announced when he's planning on releasing it. Did oh, you hear I about hear that? that part, no. Okay, so he he said that Akira is one of his favorite movies, which is amazing. Game. Which amazing obviously movie. What's wrong with me? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's it's not a good game. It's not a good game. No, no, um, great. Movie. But he but he said he said Akira is is a wonderful movie, and. Death Stranding will be out before that movie is set. Oh, that's true. Um, I don't remember when it's set. It's like, isn't it twenty like ninety nine or something? No, 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 no. It, I, I forgot the year that it was. Twenty nineteen. Twenty nineteen. Okay, yeah. I thought it was further out. So, uh, so he's saying that Death Stranding will be done before the end of twenty eighteen. Twitch prediction. No, it won't. It won't. No, and no. that's okay. And and I. I love Hideo. Yeah. I, I like his posts. I like his spaghetti. I like his pictures. <laughs> but, uh, and no, that was not an innuendo. I, he posted a picture of spaghetti. It was funny. Sure. Um, but, but, uh, I, I don't want to know any more about this game. I know that, that this, this is a big deal. And this is part of the reason that I didn't put this in there. You want him to go away for a couple years. I, I want him to go off and do his thing without, without, I mean, he's not going to have, he's not going to have interference, which may or may not end up being a good thing in the end. problem, yeah. Right. But I just want him to go make his game and come back when it's done. Sure. When it's done, I'll play it. I, and 
I think that um, he could he could use this to his advantage because he's talking about Death Stranding. Um, but he could also, if people are asking for news about that, he could start giving them news about him and Guillermo del Toro because the two of them have still said, we want to work together, and they yeah. haven't yet. Yeah. Guillermo's uh, 0 for 2 in releasing a video game, um, yeah. but he still really wants to, so I'm, I'm hopeful that'll that'll happen eventually because I love Guillermo. Yeah. Um, Who doesn't? On, on to other news. Uh, it was announced that all uh, Microsoft first-party games that come out after the Scorpio will run in 4K. Native 4K, Native which 4K. was very important. To yes, them. Uh, they've been they've been kind of throwing shade at the PS Pro, of course, because um, a lot of the a lot of the things that they were talking about is, yeah, it'll it'll run in 4K ish, and we're we're gonna push it and do what we can with this hardware and stuff, and uh, and so Microsoft came out and said, yeah, that's cool. Um, everything that is first party released yeah. after in 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 the lifetime of the Scorpio mm-hmm. will be native 4k and running full resolution and everything which is is cool i also don't care <laughs> like <laughs> I, I think games i think games are pretty yeah um, i like to play them but like frame rate yes and and like gameplay and game mechanics sure. like tell me tell me that they're that the, the developers are going to have the ability because like uh when the nemesis system came out Shadow of Mordor, if you play that on PS3 and Xbox 360, yeah. does not have the Nemesis exactly. system because it has to keep up with all these moving parts and needs to be able to throw something in there yeah. while maintaining all this information on your particular game. And, like, give me stuff like that. Yeah. that's Those are the kinds of things that interest me because, um, like, there, there are things that we can do now that we couldn't do before. Mm-hmm. But, like, um, like, Bound. Bound is is a good example of a game. It's it's all uh, like geometrically represented yeah. characters and stuff, and there's nothing there's nothing inherently about that game that couldn't have been made on PS3. Yes, like they may they may not have been able to use the same engine or make it look the same way, but this game could have run on PS3. Yeah, and so four K is is a prettier game. I'll get to it in two years. That's all you're gonna have for TVs if you buy a TV. Yes, and that's that's so, and that's, that's what, cool. And that's so, what like, they're I trying will, to proof, yeah, you know, future proof. Right. And basically. and the the other thing about that, so, four K is something that I was like, yeah, that's really cool. Call me back when you have content. Yeah, but and now, now that, we're having content. Well, that's what trying to sell content, content. Content and yeah. uh, we've moved into the HDR10 with both Sony and Microsoft embracing yes. that. HDR10 is going to be the the element yes. that makes everything look. Even better. H- HDR10 is more important than 4K, but every every TV that I've looked at, and guys, tell me in the comments if you found one that didn't. Every uh, HDR10 TV that I found mm-hmm. is a 4K TV. Right. Um, so the thing is, in in two years, all the TV all TVs that you're going to buy are going to be 4K. They're, yes. they're phasing. They're going to phase out uh, 1080p uh, TVs. You can go buy a. I, I just saw on Amazon a 60 inch 4K TV for five hundred dollars. Yeah. We're, That's we're, not we're, a two grand, and now it yeah, doesn't have the apps. But who cares? I don't care. Oh no, 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 no! I don't. I have a Chromecast. Yeah, <laughs> I well, don't need it. That, that's twenty five, thirty dollars, <laughs> and done. Someone mentioned on uh, on YouTube in the in the comments we were talking about this. Uh, they were saying, they were saying, who cares about uh, TVs that that uh, or smart TV versus a regular TV? And I. Uh, I mentioned people without consoles, and I said maybe? if you don't have a console, if you don't have a uh, Roku, if you don't have a Chromecast, if you don't have a PC, yeah. And they said that's not very many people. I said exactly. There, there are people out there who do not have those, or Apple TV is the well, other. Well, the the other thing about it is like I have never found a UI on a smart TV that actually works well, because it it would be too like the. The, the entire point of the TV is the optics. Yeah. And so they if, if they're doing smart TV stuff, that has to be like squashed into a, another thing. Well, I, okay, they, oh, they but, the, but see, yeah. here's, here's, here's my question. Yeah. A Raspberry Pi mm-hmm. is like 40 bucks mm-hmm. if, you, if you buy it, and they're making a profit off that. Get pies, stick them in there, yeah. and then have that run your UI. Oh, sure. Sure, and I Why think not? I think that the the reason that you're seeing this difference in the smart TV, the reason smart TVs actually started started become a thing, was you had to set yourself apart from your competitors, and now yeah. all TVs are essentially monitors. 
Yeah. It's essentially a computer monitor, mm -hmm. and it has different specs, but the people who don't understand specs or don't care about specs, they just say, I want it pretty. And when they see... And they, they, they have a size in Sure, mind. and they have a size, they want it pretty, and then when they're like, oh, and in addition, it has this thing. So yeah. those people will, will flock to those. You can get a 4K 60-inch or 55-inch if you don't want that, or 50-inch. Uh, I think actually 55 is the smallest I've seen. Okay. Um, but... Uh, yeah, 55, 60 inch for 500 bucks or so. Um, yeah. So you could, you you know, that's that's happening. That's going to be a thing they're making more cheap because they want people to have the TVs, they want people to have the consoles, that then they can bring more source material. Um, Amazon, Netflix, Hulu, they're all doing uh, 4K stuff now. So, yeah, yeah that's the thing. Um, King Louie in the, in the chat says, it yeah. works well in my bedroom. No console in there, and the TV remote has a Netflix button. It isn't a necessity, but it is a nice convenience. Yeah. And so, yeah, for, for secondary TVs and backup TVs, yeah, absolutely. That's, that's a thing that, that, that I had... We that, had not considered. You watched us not consider that, I, and thank you for pointing it out. I, I didn't consider it because um, that's not how my setup is. Um, well, I, see, have, I, I, I have I have a TV in the living room. The only time I wish I had a TV in the bedroom yeah. is um, is like when I'm sick, and I don't sure. want to leave bed. And, sure. But like the rest of the time, I like I like having those as as separate purpose rooms. Yeah, yeah. I, but that's that's me. Yeah, when yeah when I before I got married. Um, my wife said, uh, Whitney said, we. one of the stipulations was we don't have a TV in the bedroom, mm -hmm. which is completely different to me because I'd had a TV in the bedroom since I was in middle school. Yeah. Um, so and we have... My, my, my wife had two, but she didn't want to. Yeah. And, and I, I appreciate that because then it's... And this, this, this gets into various personal <laughs> philosophy and everything. Yeah, sure, sure. But there's very little news this week, so I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Um, but, like, the idea that, that this is kind of a, a, a place yeah. apart. Yeah. And I, I, I like that. It's where I read comics. Yeah. So. Sports. Where I... <laughs> yeah. And other things. Um, anyways, <laughs> on to on to other news. Um, Con but continuing in the continuing the on graphics and stuff. Yeah, graphics and and next gen and everything. This yeah. really surprised me. CD Projekt. Good. CD Projekt Red has said that The Witcher Three will not be patched for PS Pro. Um, and like the they were saying yeah you can you can patch old games and you can throw those up there and, and stuff and uh cd project red goes yeah we're uh, we're not doing that yeah we we worked really hard we made this game it's really pretty we nope we're good and i'm perfectly okay with that i don't yeah i mean I don't know. Maybe maybe no. this is something that matters more to you. No, like... I'm I'm fine with it. I it just surprises me because when when you talk about specific games, um, usually there are specific games that are cited as benchmarks when it comes to uh, to gameplay. Oh, when yeah. it comes to graphics, uh, Witcher Three is so gorgeous. Witcher Three for for a while has been one of the benchmarks. When yeah. you if you if you bring up a uh, uh, any gaming article when they talk about specific. Uh, specific uh, hardware rigs. That's what they're they'll they'll benchmark this. They used to benchmark yeah. Crisis Three. I remember. Um, yeah. Now the Witcher is one of the things that they benchmark. Um, and for a console version, it kind of it kind of it doesn't really bother me, but it surprises me that a that a game and a company that is looked at in such high regard doesn't care about patching. Well, I think I think the main thing is that for them, they they created they created an engine, they created a, a an environment. Mm -hmm. They made this for PC. They converted it to console. They want to make content. Yeah. CD Projekt Red is is still a small company. I think yeah. I think they employ like like two percent of Poland's. No. I'm, I'm not gonna make, I'm not gonna make up statistics. Yeah. Um, but like it's 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 a very small company, mm -hmm. independent, completely independent, which yeah. is yes, very awesome. No, it's great. And so so they get they get to go back to the people actually working on the game and say, hey, do you want to make it a little bit prettier for some people? And they went, nah, let's just make more game. Yeah, make and, more make more games, make new games. Yeah, and they're they're working on cyberpunk and yeah. and all this kind of stuff and. I'm I'm all for this. I don't. If if I go if I go to a game that was released a little while ago, I don't need it to be updated for for extra pretty. Yeah. Make games, not graphics. I, I yeah. I, that's, that's my new motto. Sure, sure. Um, <laughs> I, I I agree with that. It's just graphics. You have to kind of keep up with graphics to an extent. Yeah. Um, but with, I'm glad that they're doing that because uh, this also shows. Um, 
not every game that you want is going to be patched. So yeah. a lot of people were, you know, a lot of people have a specific game in mind that they want to be patched. They want to see what it looks like. And, and yeah, sorry. I mean, <laughs> I, I, I would imagine that the, the first party stuff is going to be patched because they want to push this new hardware and, and stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, maybe a little bit on, on second parties. Honestly, I don't I don't really see a lot of third party stuff getting patched, Bloodborne and that's okay. Patched. But but stuff that that's looking forward. Yeah. See, Bloodborne, I want to be patched just for load times. Like I want to get I want to get back in the game faster. If you if you do a patch that does nothing graphically but reduces <laughs> load times on PS Pro, okay, yeah, I want that. I want that <laughs> patch for all the games everywhere. Yeah. Uh, okay, so I take back all of the things that I said. Skip to this part of the video and bypass the rest you can't do that <laughs> yeah it's it's going to be a thing in the future but it depends on the depends on the developers so hopefully yeah, yeah hopefully they, they end up doing that i don't think they're going to go back and revisit bloodborne um probably but, not but speaking of uh speaking of uh bloodborne and stuff i'm gonna jump slightly ahead because yes. we had some clarification uh for quite a while um uh, in the dark souls uh series miyazaki said dark souls 3 is it I'm on to other things, and right. we, we he, he said that this about, that this was kind of the, the ending of that series yeah. in we, his mind. And we talked about how great that is for for Dark Souls three to be the end for him to be able to do other things. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is spoilers if you uh, if you don't want to see gameplay from the new DLC. Um, but I can't wait for this game. He, he basically clarified that saying it's not the end; it's actually a turning point for Dark Souls. Yeah, and that Dark Souls is just going to be on hold for a little while. Well, and he also said that he's not going to do any more uh, Dark Souls, but that doesn't mean that somebody else can take over. Yeah, I don't want somebody else to take <laughs> over. Like we saw that. That was that, that was, was Dark, Dark Souls, Souls too. Yeah. yeah, and it was it was is all right. It's it's not what we it, it's it's okay. It's not what we expect. So what I hope is that whoever he hands it to, that he pulls a George Lucas, and by that I mean what he did in regards to Empire and Jedi. And uh, kind of write up his thoughts and what he would like, have the direction he'd like to see it go, yeah. and hand it to the right people who can, uh, who can knock it out of the park and and bring Dark Souls to a to a new level. Yeah. Um, I, I love the the feel for this. He, they have clarified that the DLC for for this as well as the next DLC pack uh, will both kind of focus in on the gothic horror. Uh, aspect because uh, Misaki apparently really enjoys that, uh, as we saw with Bloodborne. He's a big fan of the Lovecraftian Gothic kind of uh, stuff. So, yeah. I like I like how open these areas seem. Yes, I, not not to get too far into this, but like uh, Ashes of Arianda looks like this this much more. See, that's that's gameplay spoiler going right there. Uh oh. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like a lot of a lot of his a lot of his philosophy and I, I I heard a great analogy he uh somebody was talking about how with a metroidvania if you if you look at the map of like metroid super metroid or whatever it just looks like this big plate of spaghetti and the save points are the meatballs sure and he said that the that the design of dark souls um is like a cup of spaghetti because they add a third dimension to it and it's up and down and yes. all around and and that kind of stuff and like that's something that um in, in some ways isn't present nearly as much in, in Dark Souls 3. Like, uh, Dark Souls 1 is stands alone in in that. It is it is at the absolute peak mm -hmm. of, of that kind of level design. The verticality, it brings it to a different level. And Bloodborne did this a little bit as well, but Dark Souls 1, I think, still takes the cake on it, where design-wise, um, it's, it's vertical, nested, and... Because of that second, because of that third dimension, it disorients you in a good way. You don't realize you've actually circled back to a specific area, or you've yeah. unlocked a specific area until you knock down a ladder and you make the realization, "Oh, I'm right above this bonfire. I'm right above this area," yeah. which it's it's a beautiful thing. And um, I hope other game designers will kind of take this on. I haven't seen any of that in regards to the Neo gameplay. Because um, that's really what I'm looking at when I come when it comes to the new Souls esque games yeah. uh, is Neo, and I don't know if it's going to have that element to it, but we'll have we'll have to wait and find we'll out. We'll wait and see. And yeah. I'll I'll see because I, I I did enjoy the the alpha tests. Those were those were pretty fun. Yeah. But but yeah, you didn't you didn't 
have enough game there. It was like this this isolated section, and so we don't we don't really get to see the level design. Just, just a little taste. But uh, speaking of things that we didn't get to see, because I didn't get to see because I don't care about things that don't have campaigns. See that okay. segue? So that segue yeah, it worked because yeah. it didn't, but it did. Yep. Uh, Killer Instinct is adding a campaign to the game, which is one of the reasons I have not played the Killer Instinct uh, uh, games. I played a little yeah. bit of it and just said, okay, I get it. Um, Killer Instinct has been coming out of different seasons of different, um, different, uh, uh, what are they called? People, characters, characters. players, whatever, um, fighters. So they've been adding different fighters, and now we're actually going to have a uh, campaign to this, which may bring more people to play the game because the sales have been really crap. Um, so that's that's the uh, this is the trailer for the definitive edition, which will have it, but. You can also get the the campaign's gonna be free, right? So you can play the campaign because they know that the people who are going to latch onto this game and keep playing this game are the people who play multiplayer. Yeah. So it's not me, but I like the campaigns. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay, so uh, so you got this for free a little while ago. Does this mean you can play the season one? I believe campaign characters. I believe so. I'm gonna have to check it so out. So there you go. If you yeah. if you if this is something that you added to your account. During the month when it was free, you can go through and you can find out Jago's story. Yes, which which we um, always tell people, we try to encourage people, go grab those free games because they're free. You never know if they're good. Uh, we will tell you if they're good, though. We do the games, but not until the end of the month. Not until the end of the so, month. You know those those first through fifteenth <laughs> games with that system. We w- but we will end up still. Giving you a review before you uh, before it's before too it late. goes off yeah. before it's too late. Uh, so you actually look forward to that uh, next uh, later this week. Uh, we'll right. tell you how they, how those were for the last month. Um, so we also got uh, Oceanhorn, which um, okay. Oceanhorn coming to Vita. So do you know? No. Do you know why I'm excited? Okay. No, I don't. I, I do heard you know Oceanhorn. who? Okay. So Uematsu did the soundtrack. This is the first new Uematsu soundtrack in more than a decade. What else did he do? Final Fantasy six. Oh, okay. This is so. This, this is why you're exci- yes. excited about this. Yeah. Okay. I don't need to know anything else. That's all. you Yes, need. it's an iOS game that's being ported to my Vita. I don't <laughs> care. Hey, look, it's, that's Wind Waker. Yeah, you, you get to play a Wind Waker game with a new Amatsu <laughs> soundtrack. So yeah, so I'm I'm absolutely going to buy this game. I will review it for for our audience and and let you know. Um, and like, if you if you look at it, you can kind of tell. Okay, yeah, this this that's all right. But like, uh, Umatsu, and I, f- I forget who there was. There was somebody else that was attached to this project that I was excited about. But I just want to give that guy money. Yeah. So I will. This is a great example, also, and we've we've talked about this before when it comes to graphics. You're talking about gameplay, not make games, not graphics. Yeah. Um, when you have games that are made in this type type of style, um, they hold up. Yeah. So this game could have been on an Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. This game, could, you know, and it obviously it's going to be on, on Vita, but it's really cool that um, when, when I see games like this, they can really hold up, like like Wind Waker. Wind Waker holds up because of the cell shading, and um, this this game, as soon as you know, as soon as I looked at it, I'm not judging it based on on um, graphics because of that type of uh, of visuals because of their choice. And how they decided to do rendering on this, which yeah, uh, it, it looks fun. It looks very Zelda esque. Oh yeah, it's, it's I like it's Zelda. Non apologetically a Zelda clone. Yeah, and I'm I'm okay with that. Yeah, and and uh, yeah, sometimes that's a bad thing. Sometimes it's a good thing. This looks good. This looks like it's gonna hit a lot of heartstrings uh, in regards to Final Fantasy music and regards to Zelda stuff. So yep. I'm on board now that I've kind of looked a little bit more, a bit more of this. Um, Another thing I'm on board with. Well, and plus, I want to support the Vita. Well, I want to give them money. You always want to support oh, the Vita. Oh, and, and, and speaking of Vita, uh, this coming Tuesday, Darkest Dungeon is coming to Vita, and I'm going to play the crap out of Finally. it. Finally. Um, two, two delays? Was it two delays? I don't know. Now we count delays. Bunch of, I count delays. I, I ignore <laughs> delays. You ignore them. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Darkest Dungeon was an early access game back in the day, and it's, it's, it's basically like a... a turn-based, party-based RPG, but your characters actually suffer the psychological and mental consequences of going into a scary dungeon for a very long time and fighting a bunch of scary monsters. They can get they can get depressed, they can get paranoid, they can go all kinds of go all kinds of weird on that. So 
I'm looking forward to that, and uh, and just as an announcement, um, those of you who don't follow us on the on the various feeds might not know this, but um, this past week, I got the platinum on Binding of Isaac. I that that is I, you're one of the twelve people on the planet. I think or something. I think, I think there might be. I think I might be the lucky thirteen. Lucky thirteen, yeah. For for the for the veto <laughs> So yes, that is that is probably the most rare trophy that I have. Yeah. And I'm I'm super proud of it. Yeah. And so. and this this is a game that you know we we are fans of Dark Souls and a lot of people are fans of Dark Souls. Uh, Binding of Isaac, just to beat the game, that's a, that's a thing. That's that's an accomplishment. But to do the platinum on that, that's that's amazing. Uh, I know that's been your focus for quite a while. Yeah, for and I mean, the past it's... what six months you've been trying to get the platinum. Not, I mean, and probably, probably, yeah. No, but see, the, <laughs> the other thing is like, and this this is one of the weird things with uh, with uh, procedurally generated roguelikes. If you play it enough, eventually you reach a point where you're you're so familiar with it. Like if you if you watch uh, some of the daily runs on Spelunky, mm-hmm. it's like, yes, this is a new one, but I'm still gonna dash through and zip through. And apparent if you if you beat a Spelunky level in 20 seconds. Mm-hmm. Then it prevents the next level from being super like extra difficult. Oh, I didn't Some, know that. Something I learned. So speed runs Belunky. Yeah, um, and but like uh, I've reached a point in, in Binding of Isaac where I beat it consistently, but it's it's actually relaxing to play that. Like if 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 I hear like bad news from home or whatever, or I'm I'm just feeling I'm feeling down about something, I can just relax and play this. Horrible game I, I'm about not, child abu- emotional abuse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like I'm not gonna say this game is it doesn't reach a point where it's easy, mm-hmm. but it's it's become automatic. Don't worry about that. Ignore the man behind the curtain. Um, I don't even know if the microphone picked that up, but yeah, it did. Okay, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's I, I I love Binding of Isaac, and I'm I'm looking forward to. I think the Darkest Dungeon can be the next one that I just go through and and rinse and repeat because I, I could see that I I could see it because I you're, love that because you're a masochist yeah yeah and thanks to my platinum I can prove that I'm a successful masochist <laughs> on on to things of a happier note uh, we got some Rocket League news yes we do for a while we talked about Rocket League pretty much every single day uh, of the or every single week every at week at least um, yeah. so we got new uh, Aquadome which as soon as I heard about this I was really worried that this was going to be a water level and thankfully, it's not. You're basically underwater. I'm okay with that because I yeah. I thought, you know, seeing stuff like this, I thought we were going to have to deal with water physics. And that would have made me very unhappy. Yeah. Um, but I can I can see them doing that with, like, the... Because the, they they're running on the Unreal Engine. Yeah. They could absolutely throw all of us in oh, water. Oh, they could. They could. I don't want to, though. I mean, that could they could end up being one of their new uh, labs, their rocket labs. Yeah, but what if, what, if they, what if they did that and then gave you... Uh, if they put us in water and then gave you unlimited boost, and then we're all going around like submarines. Yeah, you're gonna. Uh, yeah, I mean, I guess you're gonna need unlimited boost at that point. But it's gonna turn into that uh, Final Fantasy underwater soccer game that Blitzball. Yeah, that I didn't like. Really? A lot of people like. I didn't like it. I like it. I like anyway, it. and then there's a and then there's a couple of there's a couple more uh, DLC cards that you can grab. Oh, hey, what's up, Homer? Um, so so yeah. More, more free stuff because because Psyonix loves us and loves you. Yes, and that's that's really happy. Yes. Um, so Battle.net, uh, if you guys have been playing PC games uh, for the past twenty some years, uh, Battle.net was or Blizzard's... W- within the past twenty something years. Yeah, because... within any of those, because yeah. Blizzard uh, has been going under Battle.net for their uh, for since nineteen ninety six. Yes. So, so yeah. literally, yeah, yeah, literally twenty years. Uh, Battle.net was the the moniker and the separate domain that Blizzard used in regards to its multiplayer, in regards to tying your account to games. Right, and I, I believe it kicked off with Diablo 2. It did. Or I couldn't remember if it was Diablo 2 or StarCraft, the original StarCraft, because, yeah. yeah. But this was like kind of the, the, beginning, yeah. the beginning of online multiplayer, before Steam, before all that. They just needed to be like, okay, here's... Here's how you do a thing. Let's see how there's, that goes. There's a hub, and they've been, yeah. 
and it's it's been a working thing for this whole time. It's been yeah. fine. It, well, they've also been they've also been branching off from it because like the they they have a couple of games on on consoles now, and so those are pseudo BattleNet accounts yeah. that are created somewhere else. But basically, the only thing that they're killing is the name. Everything's going to stay the same, but they're just saying, hey, Battle.net is not really helpful to anybody right now, so we're we're moving it to BattleTech. Yeah. Um, so it's confusing branding is basically what they what they um, ended up realizing after 20 years. That's yeah. kind of confusing. Battle.net not being a Blizzard thing, even though it's a Blizzard thing, it's confusing to people who aren't part of the thing. Right. So. so basically, we wanted to tell you about this news just in case you hear about it and think that it might affect you in any way, shape, or form. Completely. It's it's just a name change and and everything continues as normal yeah. and just called Blizzard Tech now. Yeah. Which makes perfect sense. Yeah. Um. So, I don't even know how to transition to this, because Valve's been a thing. So, speaking of things that have been around forever. There we go. <laughs> uh, Three Wave is is the name of a mod that was created for Half-Life 2. And uh, somebody found it, like, in the code somewhere. Like, it was, it was in a separate directory, and they, they pulled it out. It was a work in progress that was broken, and the, the Half-Life community jumped on that and they they work together and i don't know if these people are like full-time programmers and this is just More stuff that they do in their off time yeah. or if these are just crazy people <laughs> um but like i i love i love communities like this that that take something that find something take it build it make it work together yeah. as a collaborative effort not for not for profit not for fame but just because they all love this thing together and that's that's the type of community that you know they're they're found in isolated pockets because a lot of the internet, as you know, is toxic and kind of yes. terrible. Yes. But there there are isolated pockets of really really cool groups of people. This is one of those cool yeah. groups, and they they work together. They made a thing, and they've it's called Three Wave, yes. and it's it's not Half Life Three, right. but but it's it's a thing that's more Half Life. Yeah. So Half Life Two mod called Three Wave. Um, which is is apparently supposed to be pretty fun. Um, I couldn't get any official trailers or anything to show you guys. I always try to give you trailers, um, but I do not grab other people's gameplay because that's unethical. So unfortunately, yeah. I don't have any video to show you right now, but uh, go check it out on YouTube. Just look up 3Wave. Uh, you see a bunch of people playing it. So. Yeah. And speaking of things that we can't show you on this show because it's a live thing that you have to go to, do you have something for this? Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, Friday... Friday, Friday Five Nights at Freddy's. Yep. Uh, yeah, Friday Five Night is is a thing that you can go to in Vegas. That's it's like a haunted house based on Five Nights at Freddy's, right? Which, no, thank you. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's an interactive like physical haunted house that they made for this, and yep. and that's all Ooh, I have. Yeah. But that's all I have to show you. Yeah. But yep, FrightDome.com. Um, so this has been a huge, uh, as this is not Five Nights at Freddy's, uh, this has been a huge Vegas uh, haunted house kind of uh, thing for, for people to come into, which is, is great. Um, and now they're bringing some Five Nights at Freddy's stuff into that, which I think is great. Um, I think that it lends itself better to something like, this lends itself better to haunted houses yeah, than like Slender Definitely. Man. Yeah, because it's, it's, it's all about, it's all about, yeah, chat says no, thank you. And, and, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not. Nope. Yeah, whole uh, lot of nope. I think it works really well for a haunted house to have Five, five Nights at Freddy's. It lends itself very because, well because those things are terrifying. They are, and to see them, and to see them physically would be just as scary. Sure. Um, now, I've never seen someone that does this. If, if someone is doing this, let me know in the chat or tweet to me. Let me know. Um, but I'm curious if there is a haunted, like, if, have you seen, like, the uh, the haunted um, uh, hayrides? Yeah. We have, we have those in Texas. Yeah, I don't yeah, know if yeah. you guys have them elsewhere. Um, so you get in a big, like, uh, trailer, and they pull you, and there's, like, you know, scary things in the woods. Right. They need to have Slenderman in there. Slenderman would be scary. Okay, if you... You have multiple people dressed up as Slenderman. So... He pops up here and everyone's freaking out and then he goes behind a tree and then all of a sudden he's over here and ah 
Yeah. And see, that's that's something that you could do. You could you could add that very easily to to a haunted hayride, and have it very minimalist. If if there was just a Slenderman standing out there, some of the people on your ride are going to be so terrified. Yes. Which is awesome. You don't even have to run. I'm over. not one of those. <laughs> you won't go. Well, I don't. Or you wouldn't be terrified. No, I like uh, like Halloween for me is about the costumes. Okay. It's 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 less about the scare. Like I I enjoy the the embracing of the macabre. Sure. Like because uh, there's there's a lot of particularly um, okay so just briefly bubble yeah uh, third fourth wall breaking stuff okay so we're gonna talk about this which is kind of on the religion topic and then we're gonna go from there into politics okay so if so you're just if you're just here for gaming news well if you're just here for gaming news you can feel free to tune out <laughs> but don't tune off right come back next week anyway, no, no, okay. no 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 just leave it on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that. Okay, so, uh, so like, um, because of because of the the religious environment in which I was raised, mm -hmm. there was there was a lot of oh oh no we don't like actual death we don't know it it always has to be spoken of in a positive way and a passing on to a, another thing and stuff so like the that. Morbid and macabre is not a thing because and yeah. and you couldn't you I, I wasn't able to to like enjoy. Like the the spooky and the bats and the 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 witches and skeletons and stuff, sure. which are entertaining. Like uh, <laughs> one of, one of my friends had this little uh, like skeleton marionette, and like I actually learned how to make him dance and oh, stuff. That's cool. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I, I like I like skeletons and things things that are meant to be scary but can be enjoyed in groups. Sure, sure. And so this and yeah, so Slender Man on a on a on a hayride. Somebody Slender do that. Right should should be done. Um, I think that uh, I think that it's healthy. I, I I'm a huge fan of horror, so yeah. Um, I think that it's a healthy thing because right now, as a society, when it comes to when it comes to uh, death, when it comes to um, when even when it comes to war, we are very uh, separated from yeah. w what a hundred years ago most of us would. Oh, sorry, 150 years ago, everyone would know about. Everyone yeah. would would have seen death and and war very often uh, by the time they're they're thirty uh, or have been in, involved in those uh, things, and I feel like there's something at a core in human nature that still, um, you know, that it's, it resonates with that uh, in within us, and I think that that's a healthy thing to to express. Um, well, and another another element of that is that it this kind of brings okay. Death is a part of life. Yes, it is. It is something. It is. It is the end of life. Everybody's going to reach that point. We all die. Yep. Spoilers. Yep. And and so the ability to to collectively laugh at it takes away some of its power. Sure. And I I, I like that. I like that idea. The the philosophical concept that that um, that when and this is this is something that, that you deal with in, in addiction too, mm -hmm. is like when, when you have this secret that's tucked away mm -hmm. from everybody, then it grows in power and can consume you. When you when you open it up, when you're willing to share your fears with other people, mm -hmm. your your fear and guilt and shame and all yeah. that stuff, when you share that, it loses its power over you. And I think it's I think it's very much the same with death. Yeah. If if we're able to to face death head on and not just shirk away from it every time it comes up, I think that that's a, a healthier perspective to reach. Sure, I agree. I agree. So yeah, and it's also fun to get scared. So yes, <laughs> um, we have some quasi. Uh, you mentioned the political aspect of it. This is we're in yep. transition to this, um, but it has to do with gaming. Uh, so Palmer Lucky, who is one of the co-founders of the Oculus, jumping guy from the from the time thing. Yeah, yeah, which I thought was I thought was a it was a child. That that for some reason they ended up basically like the Star Wars kid. I didn't yeah. realize it was that that, that was Palmer Lucky when I first grown quite man. a while. Yep. But that was a grown man because he is he is a he is a large he is a large child. Yeah. Uh, and this shows it even more. Um, yeah. So he is he is the co-founder for Oculus Rift, and he was on Time Magazine going uh, with Oculus Rift. Um, and apparently he decided to use his multi-billion dollars that he has from Oculus and Facebook and everything. Yeah. To fund anti-Clinton, pro-Trump memes and and, and bots and, and uh, excuse the language, shit posting. Yeah, that's um, his 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 words and everything. Yeah. And so so basically, here's the thing that's confusing to me: the internet makes those for free. Yes. 
constantly yes. and at a ridiculous rate. Mm-hmm. So adding to that, it, it doesn't work. I don't. And, I and don't. If, I don't get it. Yeah, and and they don't. They, so it's it doesn't make any sense uh, to me because you're you're taking someone who they're trying to they're trying to make Oculus a thing, mm-hmm. and you're you're trying to make that a thing, and 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 you're taking your money and throwing it into someone who um, who is a very 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 uh, divisive candidate yeah. both of both candidates can, have, have been divisive but when it comes to when it comes to race when it comes to gender when it comes to sexuality when it comes to nationality when it comes to everything other, other than countries. other than making lots of money if it's yeah. anything other than that this man has divided every single subgroup of our country yeah and that that bothers me now at the I'm gonna play devil's devil's advocate. If he did the same thing mm-hmm. and was doing pro-Hillary, anti-Trump things, yeah. I think it would have been less of an effect in regards to. Uh, I think there would have been less of a backlash. Mm-hmm. It still would have been a problem, in my yeah. opinion, though. So going going on to backlash, um, a number of companies, including Insomniac. Yeah. Um, I I didn't recognize a lot of the names. I I apologize, but uh, you can you can go out and find those if you want. But there have been a number of of game developers who have said. Yeah, we're out. We're out. Done. And so this is this is something that is that is directly affecting uh, Oculus specifically and yeah. people who are planning to support that platform. Uh, some people have have uh, said, "Okay, I'm not buying that one," and now they're looking at the Vive and the PSVR. Yes. And I think that's really interesting to see how how politics can affect this. Yeah, I think that this is this is the same thing that uh, when it came to like Chick Fil A and and others. Yeah. When if you as a corporation, as the, the corporation, and corporations are not people. Corporations are not people. Corporations are a group of people, and it's a business. Yeah. So if a person from that corporation decides to spend their money somewhere, which which is what that, Palmer Lucky has done, which he is spent what he has his done. personal money. Correct. But he is the face of Oculus. Exactly. With a thing over the front exactly. Of it. Um, it's the same thing with when it came to to Chick Fil A. When it came out that Chick Fil A's founder was funding all this uh, anti anti gay, all all these kind of things. The what were they called? Family First or whatever. Some happy uh. name that sounds. So when it, <laughs> when that came out, people were like, "Well, I'm boycotting Chick Fil A." I'm like, okay, I get that because he's he's the CEO and everything. Yeah. But then when they found out that oh no, he's actually taking money from Chick Fil A profits and doing that, that's when it was like, all right, draw the line. Yeah. Your corporation. I'm not going to support your corporation. Um, so it is your choice. Yeah, he is the face of that. So it's their choice and every, anyone else's choice to not uh, use those products based on that. Which is why, when it comes to business, it's really good to remain neutral. Um, yeah. it, to try, you know, to, to try to be diplomatic because your fan base, especially if you're trying to launch a product and trying to be the next thing when it comes to VR, you don't want to rock that boat. You could yep. Oculus could have been the thing in three years from now. Everyone's playing Oculus. Yeah. We don't know yet, and we'll 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 see how all this plays out. Yeah. But that was that was kind of the big, the hub of it yeah. this week. So yeah. we wanted to, to report on that. We try not to get too political, but but that tied in with gaming. It's yeah. impactful, obviously. Insomniac and multiple other companies are like we're out. Multiple fu- multiple people who have been who have uh, haven't announced games, but have been like funding. They're out as well. Yeah. Um, Facebook hasn't said anything. No, and which, they they won't. Which yeah, they they won't. Um, which uh, I, I I pose this as more proof of the fact that Facebook's not leaning towards a political affiliate, which no. which the right have been saying for the for the past. I don't know if you've seen this. For for the past eight months, um, the conservative right wings uh, people have been saying, "Well, Facebook's taking down posts that are right wing." And Facebook's no, not Facebook, taking. Facebook <laughs> just has a BS algorithm that shows you what you want to see. Exactly, it's going the same thing on both yeah. sides. Anyway, that's that's the gaming <laughs> news, and and we'll we'll complain off camera. Yeah, because if you if you want a political show, tweet at us. We'll do that as a separate thing. This is. This has been this week in our collective heads. That is the gaming news we have for you this week. Follow us on on. All these things the, you can yeah. read them right there. Um, I, I mostly handle the the uh, the Twitter feed. Sure. So if you if you talk to us there, you're probably talking yeah. to me. But I'll also see things that come specifically to me. Yeah, and I'll I'll try to be on Twitter more often, so right. uh, you get that. But if you want to yell at either of us individually, you can do so. You got, here. You got those right there. Yeah. 
All right, so we, we do have one last thing. Mm -hmm. um, we, we do a topic of the week each week, and uh, this week our question was, what's a game that you know your friend would enjoy if they would just play it? Yes. For you, you preached Journey I, for I, quite a while. I did. And it's and it's, and it's it's awesome. And yeah. I played it, and, and it's, it's, it is great. There's also Final Fantasy VI. And I've been playing that live uh, on, on Twitch every week. Um, and I've been helping you through it, because yeah. that game is way more obtuse than I realized after playing through it a half dozen times. Yeah, very um, much so. Also, I figured it I figured it out the other day. Mm -hmm. uh, I was talking with Tyson about it, and I I have beaten that game nine times on various oh, okay. platforms. You beat so me on Ocarina. less than a dozen. Because I've, I've beaten Ocarina of Time uh, three times. Well, but see, that's only been on three platforms. Yeah. This was one, I played it I played it once on an emulator on my phone. Okay. Uh, I beat it three times on the, on the Super Nintendo twice on PlayStation and twice on Vita. So. Yeah. That's impressive. Um, <laughs> well, it's, it's amazing. Uh, I think there are um, I think there are a lot of games in in the past say five or six or years or so yeah. where we're at a point now where it's hard to, to play every game that's coming out yeah. where 20 years ago Everyone, yeah, you, you, you could play every game everything. that came out on Nintendo 64. You could go rent it. Well, like uh, IGN is celebrating its 20th anniversary, and they were talking about how when they launched the site, they they previewed and reviewed every, or they were they had a review for everything every, that came out yes. on every console and all that kind of stuff. You were able to do it back then. Yeah, and and he said we could, and uh, Pear uh, Pear Schneider, who's one of the founders of IGN, um, said. That is something that we could like. They they figured it out, and they said they could they could increase their staff exponentially with ten times as many employees, yeah. and still not be able to cover everything. Yeah, I wouldn't be, know. especially because of mobile. Because mobile just, and Steam and yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so that's that's a thing there, and then uh, like we have, we have a little bit of feedback. We yeah. have uh, Chris posted Chris White. He said, I was going to say Ratchet and Clank, but Kevin started to play it the other week. Mass Effect is a game that I think most yes. people would enjoy if they gave a shot. And I also think it uh, that Until Dawn is a good one to play with people who usually don't play games. I agree on both of those, Chris. Um, Mass Effect is was actually going to be one of the things I was going to talk about here because of the, the storyline. Yeah. Um, the gameplay in 2 is, is great. 3... Um, if you're already invested, you can play it. But one and two, well, my, where it's at. My intention, and I, I want them to release these as as a as a package where I can buy it. Um, I know that there's like a story mode type of thing where it's like, ah, eh, you'll you'll get through the combat, make decisions. But like uh, in all three games, there's a difficulty that's yes that's basically set up as story mode. Yeah, and the, the that's combat's what I want. Crazy play. easy. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna play. Yeah. Because you can blow through the combat. Because the majority of this game is is story. It's, it's about the story it's, and the decisions yes. and and the lasting consequences of those. Which until dawn is as well. Until yeah. dawn is is more of a choose your own adventure. It does have gameplay elements to it, but it's a lot about uh, choosing what you say, choosing your actions, and then seeing how the world um, goes from there. Yeah. Um, in a, in a similar vein, I would say uh, that Shadows of Mordor. Uh, is another one that I wish more people had played. Uh, it's well, this is this is the the tip the topic as I originally envisioned it. And we can come back to Shadow of Mortar. Is ones that you target at specific people because there's games oh, there's yeah. games that yeah everybody should play this like everybody should play Journey. Yeah. My mom played <laughs> Journey and enjoyed it. Okay, and that's that's just kind of a universal. Yeah. I'm talking about uh, specifics mm -hmm. when I'm like you. You would like this, sure, one. and that's that's why I brought up Final Fantasy VI. Yeah, but anyway, Shadow of Mordor. Shadow of Mordor. Uh, I think there are some. I, I think that I'll agree with you because there, are the people who are Lord of the Rings fans that have a console probably playing it. That's so um, good. I think that, that game is surprisingly excellent. Yeah, it is. Um, I think one that uh, I actually um, just was talking to Whitney about, um, I, the Assassin's Creed China game that came out for uh, for Xbox is a free Games with Gold game. Mm -hmm. And Whitney did not want to play it because it was 2D. Yeah. And when it came out originally, I bought, I bought all the Assassin's Creed games. She loves them. I love them. And when that came out, she was like, that just does not appeal to me. And it, it, it fell off my radar. Didn't play it. Came yeah. out with Games with Gold. I played it and said, okay, you, you, you need to play this. That's it's not, not, it's not yeah. your normal thing. Um, and uh, hoping she'll be 
playing it um, later today or so, but um, that's one of those things you have to have to kind of beg someone to, to play. Um, I yeah. did the same. I'm doing the same thing with Mass Effect for her and saying you really need to play this game yeah. because the the story aspect of it is is fantastic, and I think that she would really latch onto it if she if she got through that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so uh, we also we also had some more feedback uh, from Christian who. This, this one was specifically directed to me in all caps, which makes my mind read it like he's yelling at me, yes. which I think he is now. Yeah. Uh, but he said The Witness, which um, I don't usually play puzzle games. He said, this one I have to. Yeah. So I made him a deal, and I, I don't remember if I told you about this. Okay, so Christian is actually buying The Witness for me, and I've committed to put five hours into it. Okay. Yeah. And like, uh, so if one, you like it, if it, by that point you'll know, right? And I, and I, I don't, I don't, I doubt that I'll get all the way through it and beat all the puzzles and things, because like, yeah. But to to be able to be willing to sink that amount of time, uh, sure. people people that know you nine times out of ten will be able to recommend games that work for you yes. that you will enjoy. Yeah. I do encourage you to do my strategy when it comes to puzzle games, though, mm-hmm. is that um, in, in, enjoy the the environment, enjoy what it's trying to show you. When you hit a, I, when you hit a wall, go look it up. Go look up in a walkthrough there. Apparently, I'm not supposed to do that on the witness because oh, will it spoil stuff? Well, no, it's not. It's not a spoiler, but like, uh, it's the way that it's been described to me is that the game is teaching you puzzle solving language. Okay. So if I look up a spoiler, but I don't know why it worked, then the next time I get to a puzzle that uses that same mechanic, I'm not going to understand it. And so if I, if I use a walkthrough for a specific component, so, so this might be five hours of me bashing my head up against a wall, but (laughs) I also know that if I get stuck on a puzzle, I can wander off somewhere else. So, Yes. This this might work for me. Yeah. Um, I think that uh, that there are a lot of games like like I said. I think this really boils down to to time where some people miss games that they would really enjoy. Yeah. Um, and while you talk about that, I'm gonna see no, if we fine. see if we got more feedback. That's fine. Um, I think that it really boils down to the the amount of uh, games throughout nowadays, the amount of time that we have. Um, even even if you are, you know, if even if you're in high school or or whatever, if you don't have a job and and you have all the time in the world to play. You still can't get through all these games. Um, yeah. I think that uh, there are certain games that people continue to gravitate back to because of specific franchises, like World of Warcraft, um, and there are other there are other MMOs. Um, I tried to get a coworker to play uh, Guild Wars Two when it came out because Guild Wars Two is very very good, yeah. um, and he said no 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 no. And when, this was what two three years ago, and uh, the other day he was talking about some specific aspects of uh, Guild Wars. And talking about these world events that are going on, and I was like, "That's exactly what in World of Warcraft because the new World of Warcraft expansions out." And I yeah. said, "Yeah, that's a that's Guild Wars. That's a Guild Wars thing yeah. that they've adopted, which is not a bad thing. It's just no, he it's... would have liked it, and he didn't play it, <laughs> and now he's playing World of Warcraft and, and enjoying what I what, what I thought he would like. That aspect, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Those those are some of the games that, that we've recommended to other people. And I'm curious uh, if you've if you've had success with this, if you've been able to convince someone to play it. How'd you do it? Yeah. Because we, we, we all have that friend and that game like that, that kind of paired up in your mind, and yeah. you're like, this one. This one they need to play. Yes. So if you figured out a way to make that happen, you know, besides buying it for them and forcing <laughs> them into a deal that. like yeah. Christian did. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so and, and I'll also be trying to stream the witness so that he can he can watch that. So yeah. So yeah. That's what we've got for that topic of the week. Yeah. So let Thanks. us know in the comments uh, about that. Uh, tweet to us uh, if you have any uh, anything else. But uh, you can also uh, talk to us on Facebook and uh, and obviously on YouTube. We'll try to respond to every single one of those um, because we love you guys. Take care. Thanks. Thank you for watching the This Week in Our Collective Head contents you've just consumed. If you would like to consume more of our content and these things that we put out on the internet for fun, then like subscribe, share with your friends, Mm -hmm. and reach out to us, message us, talk to us. Everywhere. We're everywhere. We will respond to you. We're at Twiatch on Facebook and Twitter and everywhere else except for Twitch. We're Twiatch Gaming. But uh, check us out. Talk to us. Let us know what you liked, what you didn't. And uh, we may or may not uh, change, but we will talk to you about it. Absolutely. Thanks.